Welcome to the Batir We Go podcast, coming at you from the Batir We Go studios in Dallas, Texas. I added that Dallas, Texas in there. <laughs> did you notice? I, I did. Yeah. Now people can find us to kill us. <laughs> uh, I mean, they could have already found us to kill us. So I'm not too worried about that. That's so funny. And they don't know that our studio is our living room. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've already told them. If they're good serial killers, they will go back and find us. Right, 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 right. They'll listen to all the episodes. Well, so today, this is our 13th podcast. 13th. Did, our, you, did you think we were going to make it to 13? No. I question my sanity every time we sit down. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Good. No, I don't. It's fun. Um, no, I was going to ask, do you, are like, are you super, you don't take me as a superstitious person, but like, have you ever been superstitious about the number 13? I have not been superstitious about it, but I know other people are, okay. which it, the, the thing that gets me is not me being superstitious. I can't even say that word. So that's why I'm not, <laughs> but when other people do it. And they start getting like worked up over something, and then you create a mass hysteria about something, and then you get sucked into the mass hysteria. No, I don't get sucked into the mass hysteria. I start getting like, okay, well, I can't do anything about it because literally everybody's doing something, and this is more. I was like, I need an example. This is more. Remember way back when when Ebola. Made it to the U.S. Yes. And people were freaking out thinking that was going to be the next pandemic. Right. That is one of those things that all of a sudden everybody's like freaking out about Ebola. And then I'm like, well, at the time I had just finished an internship where I lived with two guys from Nigeria. Nigeria was, was kind of the epicenter of... The Ebola outbreak. That was, are you talking about Midland? Yeah. Yeah, I lived with two. So Ebola happened before we got married? Yeah. Wow, that was a long time yeah, ago. It was. But at that time, I was still I was still talking to, to one of the guys on probably a weekly basis. And we had had loose plans to do work together. Some of which may have included going to Nigeria. Mm, bad timing. Obviously, that never materialized. But that was one of those things where it's like, I've got a direct connection to Nigeria. And now it's like, okay, am I going to get Ebola? <laughs> but it's I, a huge jump to conclusions. Right, right, right. But because everybody was like freaking, freaking out, out about it. I remember because obviously of the case at Presbyterian Hospital, um, but, uh, and I guess you weren't, we weren't married, so you weren't living here at the time, but I've been in the same house and, um, the, I guess the nurse who got it, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the nurse who got Ebola from the hospital, she lives like in our neighborhood, like maybe like two minutes away in the M streets. In yeah. the M streets. So that, again, we are giving far too much. <laughs> you know, if you want to send us checks or, or 
threatening letters or or today we actually got a letter from somebody sharing the gospel with us so if you want that just look us up on dcad yeah you can just it's a lot easier than us telling you and then you listening to all the podcasts people always wonder how i'm so good at stalking people and it's because i know how to use free public information really well hence the tax rules anywho before i mean and if you don't know what dcad is Sorry about Sorry, you. I won't give you that information. Yeah, you don't get that information. <laughs> anyway, she lives in our neighborhood, like I to where like I would drive by the duplex or whatever that she lived in, and it was a freaking hazmat zone. I mean, obviously, because Ebola was, they were taking it seriously for good reasons, but yes, they were. What does that have to do with the number thirteen? Because that's what I'm talking about when I talk about superstition, getting sucked up into something that. Okay. Literally is like so superstition is is basically make believe. Okay, but Ebola was not make believe, so that's a Ebola bad Ebola was not, but it's one of those things that is it is low enough odds that we would get Ebola that it might as well be superstition. I don't know enough about Ebola to to debate you on that. <laughs> So I'll just say I am also not superstitious. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not. So superstitious. welcome to the thirteenth episode of. But here we go. <laughs> we don't. But care. there are. <laughs> there was somebody in my my PhD advisor, Dave Blackwell. He really liked the number thirteen. Just to be a contrarian. Maybe I don't know, but he particularly liked it on Friday the thirteenth. This is my thing. Is what I don't like about the number, like the superstition around 13 is like when buildings like literally don't have a 13th floor. And this is why. Because they still have a 13th floor. They just don't name it the 13th floor. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's still there. Yeah. Like you've literally done nothing but just been very bad at counting. Yeah. But (laughs) very bad at counting. But if you want to cheat a little bit on your workout, then you run up to the fourteenth floor because you get to skip one. Yeah, a floor. Yeah. So one of the things that I don't like about thirteen are is the Halloween movie series. I've never seen. Are you talking about like Friday the Thirteenth or whatever those movies are? I don't. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen. Them. I don't know about Friday the Thirteenth. I don't remember whichever one has Michael and Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Right. The originals, pretty cool. The I new a, ones, I haven't watched, but and I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's great. But why are we still doing this? Why are we still having Michael come back every single time? Like every single trailer that I see for the past 20 years was Jamie Lee Curtis saying, this is the final time I'm going to kill him. I, so, I again, I've never seen these movies I have a question. Yeah. Is it just like a, a serial killer dude that whose name is Michael Myers? Or is it like a monster with supernatural powers? Well, the fact that he keeps coming back. Right, but a he, he is such like a, like a like a plus Mike Myers just makes me think of what's that guy's name? The yeah, the funny Austin guy. Austin Powers guy. Yeah, funny man. It just always has confused me why we just refer to this monster as Michael, like the full name Michael Myers. Yep. I feel sorry for for Mike Myers because I'm whenever sure, I you think talk, he's it's doing like fine. It's like, wait, are you talking about Austin Powers or murder killer guy? Right, right. Well, I think he parodied that one. I time. hope so. Yeah, probably but. on SNL. 
Probably. But I'm going to be honest. I don't know the the premise of the, of the movies. <laughs> I think here's what I think it is. And we're not going to look it up because that's how much of a waste of time we think it is. It is, the way I understand it, is in the first one, this guy, Mike, puts on this mask. And next thing you know, he becomes a, a murderer. So it's like a, a magical mask? Yeah. But it's just a it's just a hockey so what happens, goalie mask. So like when he takes off the mask, is he just like a really sweet down-to-earth guy? No, he's never taken it bath. off. But what? I think that was the point is that they were trying to take off the mask like for the for a while at the beginning then they started trying to break it off now for the past 20 years. Can they not just Jamie de- Lee Curtis said she will kill him. Can they not just like decapitate him? I think they've done I, that a few is, I'm times. I'm sorry. We should not try to make I sense I think out that's of what happened movies. in the first one. I think he does get decapitated. I think he gets decapitated in probably all of them. Right, right, right. You so I am a I like um I like kind of uh knowing a little bit about everything just so I can like converse with many different people. So like I'll like if someone if like a movie's trending, I'll even if I don't want to go see it, typically I'll go see it just so I can like know what the heck is going on. However, Halloween movies and Christmas movies, I I don't know if it's just I'm not really big into this those holidays that I could care less. I love Christmas movies. Really? Yeah. Why don't we watch them then? The the ABC Family 25 Days of Christmas? Yes. Sign me up. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably Mr. Deeds. Is that a Christmas movie? Yeah. With Adam Sandler? Yeah, that's a Christmas movie. Really? Yeah. I've, I've never seen that movie. Well, it's a good one. It's one of the one of the better ones. That I would argue is one of Winona Ryder's best roles. Okay, so speaking of Winona Ryder, who I am now just realizing is in Mr. Deeds, she's in my favorite Christmas movie, which is the Little Women. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good, and it is a Christmas movie. Don't come at me. The majority of people agree, but I guess I need to watch Mr. Deeds. Okay, okay, we'll watch both of them this year. We'll do a Batir family Christmas movie marathon. Well, we'll Christmas. do it. We'll do it just the adults. Okay. <laughs> we can add that one where the kid shoots his eye out. I've never seen that movie. A Christmas Story. Is I've that never, what it's yeah, I've never seen it. It was so one of the things we would do at Christmas, and we were supposed to be talking about Halloween traditions right, here. We, we just skipped now we over two jumped, holidays. We've jumped to Christmas. I don't know why. That's crazy. Obviously, we're not big fans of Halloween. But for for Christmas, one of the things we would always do is we would go to my Aunt Ronnie's house. And I think it's on TNT. A Christmas story just plays on repeat Does all really? day on Christmas Eve. So it would just be on the TV down in the basement, just going. That's the movie where like the kid sticks his tongue to the frozen like yeah. telephone pole or whatever. Yep, it's a classic. That's where the that's where the lamp, the lamp of the leg comes from. Right, right, right. I know, I know lamp. the references. I just have never seen the movie, nor really, I don't really care to to see it. We did have Jake watch Home Alone last year, though, and he yep. thought it was hilarious. That's a good one too. It is. Yep. I'm surprised it didn't freak him out more, though. Maybe he was at that age. Maybe because maybe he's never been home alone. Right. He's like, what's this concept? 
Um, though I have realized, like, because he was, like, obsessed with Jurassic Park for the longest time, which was shocking to us because Jurassic Park is a pretty scary movie. But now, like, he turned three. And now, I guess, I don't know if it's, like, a development thing, but, like, he is now, like, scared of things. He won't watch Jurassic Park anymore because it's too scary. And, like, things that weren't scary before are now scary now. And I just think that's really fascinating. Yep kids and their development. So I wonder if we, if he watched Home Alone now, if it would resonate with him more than that too. Maybe. Anywho. But Halloween. So Halloween's coming up. 13th episode for the week of Halloween. We didn't plan it. What was the, what was your favorite Halloween tradition growing up? So we didn't celebrate Halloween growing up. I've never been trick-or-treating. Um, so we did like fall festivals and stuff with our church growing up, but we really didn't do Halloween. So I don't have any like super fun memories. I do remember dressing up in a Barney costume with my twin. We were both Barney at the church's fall festival and we got made fun of for being Barney. Cause being apparently it was fake news. <laughs> what? How is Barney? Well, cause he's a dinosaur. <laughs> Dinosaurs didn't exist. <laughs> No, I think it was, we. I don't know, maybe we were, I don't even remember. I guess some kid thought we, it was weird that we were seven and dressing up as Barney. Unclear. I don't know. Is Barney still cool right now? Is it even on still? I'm sure it is. Huh. I don't, I don't watch Barney, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> what was, what's your favorite Halloween memory? My favorite Halloween memory, I'm going to say we threw this one Halloween party back when we lived in Countryside. What is with you in giving away exact locations? It's a long time ago. <laughs> and that's important. Someone's going to be listeners. able to answer like identity stealing questions on <laughs> bank calls. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Please don't do that. <laughs> Let me tell you my bank account number while we're at it. So, back when we lived, before we moved, we threw this <laughs> Halloween party. And that was a lot of fun. Not because of the only things I remember were the were the games of like sticking your hand into pudding oh. and like feeling around for something, or like uh, they were pumpkin, eyeballs, but really guts. they were grapes. Right, right, right. Yeah, that that was probably my best memory because all the others are running around trying to get as much candy as possible, and by the time I was in. In junior high, I couldn't eat that candy because it was wrestling season. <laughs> so either I had to like eat it all as fast as I could, or it sat there until got old. I ate one piece like a week or a day until until like March or April. Well, we could have a whole podcast on how unhealthy I feel your wrestling sport was in in your junior and high school levels but what this may be a controversial opinion but what age do you think is too old to go trick-or-treating i think the age of 20 to 25 (laughs) you think a 19 year old adult can go trick-or-treating i mean if they got a mask on yeah absolutely and i don't know (laughs) And I don't know if this if people are picking it up, but I've noticed recently that I say trigger treating instead of trick or treat. Trigger treat, <laughs> which is an entirely different sentiment. <laughs> Give me a Tr- treat, or you're going to be triggered. 
<laughs> trick or treating. Um, I, I think 16 is too old. I would say... And that's pushing in, it. In all seriousness, I would say 18. Why, really? But yeah. you're all about free stuff. And the thing is, you're just running around getting candy. And for for an 18-year-old, it's like their last hoorah before going yeah, off. Yeah, but an 18-year-old should have a job where they can go buy their own candy. But that's not the point of trick-or-treating. What's the point of trick-or-treating? Enlighten me. Going, having fun, running around the neighborhood, getting as much candy as you can. But like a bunch of 18-year-olds, that to me sounds like more like trouble than it does a fun time. Like that that's the crew that's like smashing pumpkins on my front porch. Have I turned into that curmudgeon of a person? I think so. <laughs> I this is an unpopular opinion. If you want to take the pumpkins off of our porch, as long as you do it like one or two streets over, go on ahead, smash them. What? That's less work for us. As, then we don't have to take care of as them. As long as you compost them and <laughs> yeah, smash them, them properly. Smash them and then throw them in your compost. <laughs> the stipulations, man. That's so funny. Yeah. But I'm totally cool with trick-or-treaters. And if you're 18, hopefully you've got a younger sibling that you're taking. And it's like this cute little thing. And yeah, I'm going to give you some candy too. If you're like a 25-year-old adult by yourself, no, you don't get candy. <laughs> but if you're a 25-year-old with a cute little baby in like a bean costume then maybe maybe you get a piece <laughs> there's this thing one of my one of my professors talked about they had a very very close knit uh neighborhood like a little subdivision they would do trick or treating and wine tasting so the kids would get the candy and all they the would adults just give, like, little, like, little all the cups. adults would bring like very small taster glasses, usually plastic. They would bring taster glasses and it was known like everybody in the subdivision would have wine for the adults. I mean, this, it, was this like a I very close knit subdivision? Yeah. I okay. think it was only a few streets. I was about to say, I was like, this would not fly in 2021. <laughs> that sounds like lawsuit waiting to happen. You're right. This was like <laughs> 2015. <laughs> Wait, no, it was no. it was probably maybe it was a gated community with like two streets or three or something like that. I could see that Wait. being. What? Wait, who? This is your old neighborhood. No, no, this is this is an old professor of mine. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, we were married in 2015. Where were you? Yeah, I was just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> you always wondered where I went on Halloween. <laughs> I went to trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I would borrow somebody's kid. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> that's so an idea. <laughs> we should start renting out kids for Halloween. Again, lawsuit waiting to happen. Terrible. Yeah, that is. That um, is. But Speedwitch, Jake, uh, has he has shown no interest in dressing up for Halloween. It's true. He's way more interested in the candy than actually the dressing up. Isn't that all kids, though? No, I, some kids get very into the dressing up portion of it if that's the case why don't they just always get dressed up they do always like jake get likes getting dressed up here and there I, that's i think that's just a jake thing he's really not into dress up but most kids have like boxes of like costumes and dress up stuff i know i did growing up 
So we'll see if he dresses up as anything. <laughs> if he just, we may have to make him wear something just to get candy. We'll see. Yep. We'll throw a, a hat on him. A hat. We'll call him something. Indiana Jones. <laughs> okay, well, can we move on from Halloween? Yeah, let's move on. Okay, Halloween's so, boring. Right, so um, unbeknownst to us, last week's episode was quite... Um, it was a killer. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> People were it was very, dying to listen. I say it was well-received in the sense of, I, I think I've heard the most comments from that episode than from any other episode, which isn't saying much, but, but anyway, they were, I, we had, I had two different people ask, want to like clarify or ask a, a question regarding our comments on cannibalism. And so to quick recap, if you didn't listen last time. And I want to, I want to throw out there, if you're listening now and you want to share the podcast, share the cannibalism episode. Oh because I really want that to be our number yeah, one what, episode. Yeah, that's what we want people to know us by is cannibalism. We're the ones who talk about cannibalism. Right. So anyway, um, we we I got very passionate about how I think it is terrible and there's no logical reason for someone to consume a body part for giggles. Like, And I guess the example, which we never actually looked it up, <laughs> so we should probably look that up sometime. But apparently there was a guy who got his leg amputated for like a medical purpose or whatever and then asked for the leg back after it was amputated in a hospital. And then he and his friends cooked it and ate it. And I was like, no, that's bad, bad, bad. Anyway, two separate people wanted to hear our thoughts on how we feel about women eating placentas after childbirth. And so let me say thank you to both these people because I would love nothing more than to talk about on a podcast because I almost did this um but then my quote-unquote birth plan did not go as planned so we threw everything out of the window you almost did this I would totally be okay with sending the placenta off to the whatever that company is that like turns it into pills that you can take as like a daily vitamin totally I would do that I don't think I would get like a steak knife and a fork out and like go to town I mean if someone wants to do that that's fine and anyway we digress. This is why I feel like it is not an apples to apples comparison. Uh, the placenta is an organ that the body grows specifically to then dispel upon the birth of a child. And you see countless times, if not always in mammals on this earth, that the mother consumes the placenta for nutrients after childbirth. And so that is a very naturally occurring process we see time and time again. The body is dispelling that of its own fruition. And so I have absolutely no problem with somebody eating that. I would not consider that cannibalism in, by the same definition as the leg situation. Because in the leg situation, it's literally just for giggles. And it's not like there's not necessarily any nutrients you're gaining from that. The body didn't, this wasn't growing a leg for the purpose of dispelling it. So I don't think it's the same. And I'm totally okay with people eating their placentas. How do you feel about it? It's funny that the placenta came up because that is the same exact thing that they talked about on the Mediator podcast when they brought it up. They talked about breast milk and placenta and, and like sucking a cut, like when you cut yourself and you like suck on that for the like to clean it out, like right, you're not sucking like a on your blood. Right. Yeah. So everybody 
everybody has a little bit of relation to it. But I see breast milk as different as well. Breast milk is, yes. I, I'm I'm totally cool with eating placenta. I, I you were would, also totally cool with the leg. You just don't no, want to admit it on air. No, I would not. I would not take somebody's leg. Mm-hmm. The placenta, yes. That I would almost be curious what it tastes like fried up. Would you? <laughs> not like fried, but like you know, like a fried piece of bologna. Like that's what I'm envisioning right now. Or like liver and onions, except placenta and onions. Maybe with a little bit of garlic and shallots. Well, if I am ever in a position to have a placenta dispel for my body again, we, we, you can I fully give you permission to fry it up and eat it, and you can let me know. But remember what we talked about. I think going through the process of frying a placenta probably negates a good majority of the health benefits. Oh, so you just want to raw it? Like raw eating? No, 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 no. Not raw. It would, the pill form. The pills make the most logical sense. sense. Right, right. For trying it. Maybe you can like open the pill casing and use it as like seasoning on things. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> sounds lovely. Or you can like lovely. put it in a smoothie and do like a placenta smoothie. That sounds smoothie. lovely. <laughs> you know, I bet they make it just in powdered form that you can then add to smoothies. One of our listeners said that he almost vomited while listening to us talk about cannibalism. So while I'm talking, I'm trying to be as descriptive as possible to make him almost vomit once again. <laughs> But I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, I don't yeah, think... placenta. I really don't think placenta is any at all different. And and uh, we will find the article about the leg and we'll put it in the show notes. Actually, I just sent it to you. I know. I was... Okay, yes. We we have found the article. It's from 2018. <laughs> Vice. It's... It, the article we pulled up is Vice. Right. It's from a subreddit. So take that for what it is. And... There's pictures, It'll be though. in the show notes. There are pictures. Yeah, there are pictures. So get ready to vomit. Pictures of the raw leg. Ew. No, I don't think there's no, pictures I don't think, of the raw I think leg. Pictures of the cooked leg. I don't think you could do that. There's no way. You can't take pictures of a raw. I don't know. You are definitely not on the same morbid Google searches that I am on. Yeah, <laughs> you that's can gross. definitely get pictures oh, of that. Well. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So yeah, I I like I like the idea of eating placenta. But there was a restaurant up in New York, at, and I, again, I'll have to find it. That where the guy, he actually got in trouble because it's against the law or something. Maybe yeah, because probably. it's not pasteurized, but he was making delicacies, like appetizers out of his wife's breast milk and giving it to unknowing patrons. <laughs> Maybe it's the unknowing part. Yeah. Maybe that's what did it. But the thing about it is that there's just so many hoops you got to jump through. Supposedly, when we were looking it up, breast milk is worth anywhere from one right. to four dollars an ounce. Right. So we depending had, on like what you, what your diet is, yeah. And we had we had almost almost four hundred ounces in the fridge. Right. That right there is like that's a anywhere from four hundred dollars to sixteen hundred dollars. Right. Of just and we actually gold. dumped most of it out. We just threw it all out. Yeah. And that's because we couldn't donate it because there was no well caffeine, and there was no written record. Right. You have to like keep, keep lots of details. I drink caffeine on a regular basis, and most people want uncaffeinated breast milk for their babies. And then from there, none of the bodybuilders on Craigslist responded. Yeah. You were saying that bodybuilders like breast milk? Yeah, I think it's because it's a higher protein content, 
and because see, it, this is one of those things where it's like the, these trendy diet. Things. Well, that's not a trendy diet. That's a another unhealthy diet where right. these guys are becoming what they think is the epitome of a of a human body when really they just like they can't even scratch their back because their muscles are so right. big. Right. It's like it 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 is a lot of work and determination, and I. I recognize I recognize that, but I do also think it's kind of dumb. Right. I I don't want to do that. Well, we talked about this. I so, want functional muscle. Right, but I feel we. Well, I guess I do. I guess. Do you feel the same with me? I feel the same way about like solo climbing, free solo climbing, or what? Um, what's it yeah. Called? What about it? It's stupid. Like, there's no reason to. It's just pure ego for you to climb a, a massive rock face without. A harness and ropes like a i'm talking like el capitan height that to I me mean, is any such of a it stupid is, but i think it, sport like you're just asking to die like odds are that's how you're gonna die yeah which i think is stupid yeah and i i wouldn't say that there should be a law outlawing it but i also well i don't think there would should be a highly law discourage it. anybody from doing it right because it's kind of dumb. I, I remember, so the only, so Joe is a really avid rock climber, especially prior to us getting together. But, and we used to rock climb all the time before Jake. But I have only been, um, I guess I've been like outdoor rock climbing twice. Like one was somewhere in Austin, which is honestly like this rinky dink. I mean, it's Texas, so there's not a lot of. It's the green belt. Okay. And it's actually a lot of fun. Okay, well, that was that. But yeah. Compared to the one I did in the Gunks, which is, New- where is that, New York? The Schwa Gunks in upstate New York. Right. Yeah. That was Valley. the most, and I'm not afraid of heights. Like, I'm cool with heights. It was terrifying to me. It was like, and probably one of the hardest things that I've had to do physically, which, I mean, I don't do a lot of physical stuff being the non-athletic person I am, but it was terrifying. So I could not even, and it wasn't even that high. How high do you think that route was? It was decently feet? high. No, we only did the one pitch. So like 100 feet. Less than that? Yeah, it was Man, it just seemed like maybe so high. 50 to 60 feet. I cannot. And how high is El Capitan? That's like thousands oh, of feet. See, that's I think it's insane. In Somewhere around like 29 to 3,100 feet. That's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't. No, 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 no. I value my life too much to do that. The height of El Capitan is 7,573 feet. 7,000? That is the the height. The actual face is only 3,000 feet. Okay, but what do they, like on in Free Solo, which, what did he climb? He climbed the 3,000 feet. So 7,000 oh. feet is the... Elevation above sea level. Above sea level. Got it. Got it. Got it. So got the it, base it. starts at. But it took him like how long to climb the three thousand feet? I don't remember. Anyway, because he climbed El Cap, Half Dome, and one other. And those three, he climbed in like less than forty-eight hours or something. But he was climbing like the easiest, quickest routes. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, you want. You wanted to talk about podcast ads that was on the list? Yeah, thanks for that segue. You're so, <laughs> that I mean, so I don't great. know what you want to talk about, so I don't know how to segue yeah, so it. Yeah, I, so I got to listen to more podcasts. Since I work from home, I don't get to listen to podcasts so much mm. anymore. And I was 
I was listening to my podcasts, and most of them are hunting related. Right. So you would expect hunting ads, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah. So there, as we're as we're going, and at the beginning, at the end, and sometimes in the middle, there's now this thing where it is kind of run of the mill ads, where I guess people can go in and buy ad space to to then run ads on their podcasts. And the podcast ads that I'm getting are all for other podcasts and they're murder podcasts. There's like something about new hip trendy murders. And then there's one talking all about they're advertising it very heavy. It's going to be all about Jack the Ripper. And I'm like, why are we listening? Why are these on a hunting podcast for one and two, where is this, like, where's this coming from? Well, probably because I'm pretty sure true crime is like the most popular and successful podcast genre. But do they expect everybody to listen to true crime podcasts? Well, if this is purely me guessing, if, if true crime is the most popular genre, that would mean that those podcasts probably have the most advertising budgets to spend and thus can afford to advertise their podcast on other shows where they may or may not. Like that may not be their target demographic, but they can afford to kind of like widen the net to try to get more viewers. Yep, I understand that. (laughs) But you're not happy about it. I think they need to do a little bit more A-B testing just because – I would imagine the people who are listening to hunting podcasts are not going to be picking up a true crime murder show. Are you trying to say that people who like hunting podcasts are very one-dimensional and cannot like a multitude of other categories of podcasts? No. No, that's not are what I'm saying at all. Are you interested in true crime podcasts? No, not at all. <laughs> so are you more mad that this ad was not targeted to you? <laughs> no, no, that's that's totally fine. There's some other ads that I'm like, haha, that's funny and not useful at all. But I will say if I'm if I'm going purely off of stereotypes, which I don't like to do, I you're right. I don't I if there was a Venn diagram between true crime podcast fans and hunting podcast fans, I don't there'd be very little overlap little overlap of that venn diagram is it on the same uh, like the same company produces both podcasts or no yes oh well that that's your answer joseph i do find it fascinating though prior they would record and put their own uh they would put their own advertisements in Mm -hmm. so like the companies that sponsor the show Mm -hmm. like like First Light, they're a hunting clothing company, mm-hmm. camouflage company, and other stuff. They record a, they will record an advertisement for them and put that at the front of the show. Right. But now there are those plus these random ads. And to me, that is what, what kind of irks me because all these ads, they have no relevance to me. And, and I'm just like, do you feel the same way when you like watch a show on television and an ad is not targeted to you? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you not it's understand not, how advertising works? I understand how, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand how <laughs> advertising works. I just, I, I just find it so peculiar. 
because it's we have Haley and Neil in the advertising right marketing field right and from everything they've said I feel like this is just wasted ad dollars wasted on you I think it's wasted on the whole there. demographic <laughs> there's a little hunter out there with a passion for true crime, who's just feeling very loved, known, and seen right now because of that <laughs> true crime advertisement. Maybe, maybe. If you were an advertiser and you wanted to target the But Here We Go podcast audience demographic with two ads, what ads would you target us with, or our audience with? Who do you? Th- what demographic do you think is listening to us? <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> The first ad would be a travel ad for Branson, Missouri. Ew, what? Why? <laughs> Why? Because everybody wants to go to Branson. <laughs> I hate Branson with a passion. <laughs> Branson sucks. That's what you think. It's terrible. But I'm sure I that... I was going to say Pampers. <laughs> we Pampers. We have a lot of listeners with babies and kids. Pampers. That's the best one. Maybe. Boba tea, all day long. Boba tea and Branson, no, Missouri. Where is Branson coming from? Now it might be more like New York. I would see a, I would see a travel ad on our show. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's why I keep saying Branson, Missouri. Right. Right. Because that's really passionate traveling. about it. Yeah. So, if any of you are listening out there and oh want to get an ad. We have ad space available. And 18 loyal viewers. (laughs) We got solid viewership. The ad space is very cheap. And more importantly, we have demographics on those viewers. Not because we look at demographics, but because we know all of them personally. (laughs) I was about to say, actually, I don't know any of the demographics (laughs) other than the people I actually know. No, we we know everybody who listens. That's true. Hey, guys. We're, now, next episode, we're going to start giving away personal information about every one of our viewers <laughs> so that they can also be stalked. So that way they can be on the next True Crime Podcast. <laughs> the grand prize winner gets to be murdered by a serial killer <laughs> and turn into a True Crime Podcast. Well. Oh, you know what I was going to say? I no, totally I don't. I forgot Tell me. about this. Tell me. Um, okay, so in when we were talking about placentas prior to starting to record, um, I I was thinking in my head. I think the eating placenta thing is a lot more common in other countries outside of the United States, because um, the United States has a very different mentality and worldview towards pregnancy, birth, and labor, and all that jazz. So in the process, I was like, I'm curious to know, because I've heard it's pretty low. I was just like, how low is America on the maternal mortality rate? So the maternal mortality rate is essentially like the, um, basically how, how many women die either during pregnancy or within, I think it said like 42 hours of 42 hours or 42 days. Oh, sorry. 42 days. After, like, after giving birth or after a termination of the pregnancy. And to my dismay, the United States, let me, I can't, let me get it to it. The United States was number 
Number 57. Like, y'all, that's real bad. That's, like, really, really bad. But I was just think that's interesting because we are arguably one of the most powerful and affluent countries in the world. But we have such a, like, low mortality rate. Or high mortality. How, high. How's that go? High. Like, look, the, these are the countries. I'll go over to the top four in a second. But, like, um, like the UK, they're 26. They're, like, I mean, which is still relatively low because they're also, like, a force, like a developed country or whatever. Um, but we are, Qatar is above us. Bosnia is above us. Serbia, Kuwait, Bahrain, Iran, Russia. Uruguay, Tajikistan, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Oman, they're all ahead of us. And we are number 57. I'm sorry, we're tied with Romania and Oman and Latvia and the Ukraine. Also, Puerto Rico is 63. Why is Puerto Rico its own thing? That's interesting. Okay, so the top four, do you want to guess what the top four countries are? It is Sweden. No. It is Norway. Sweden's in the, the they rank 10. Norway. Norway. Iceland. No. Iceland is ne- is right under Sweden. Canada. No, Canada's pretty low too. It's the top the top four tied. So it's the, they have two deaths per 100,000 live births. Belarus, Poland, Italy and Norway. Okay. Which to me okay. that just seems kind of like a random Okay. random top four. Norway doesn't surprise me. But isn't that crazy that we're so low? Yeah, I think it probably has a lot to do with the time off afterwards. Oh, that's a good point. We do have a really short maternity leave. And then mental health. The the reason I said Norway was because... Do they have like the one year... Neil Robinson. He's been a guest on the show before. Right. His sister was born in Norway. Right. And so we've gotten a firsthand story of what it's like to be a new mother in Norway. Right. Not from his sister, from... His mom. His mom. Right. But they, I think they have pretty... Mo, most of those, uh, like Iceland, Norway, Sweden, they have like very long maternity leave yep. and paternity leave. Like yep. both. I, I may be wrong, but I think they have mandatory mandatory counseling afterwards. Really? Interesting. Yeah. As part of the... As part of the maternity leave. That is something that I've always been really curious. Maybe not always, but um, because we, because what did I get? Did I get eight weeks? And that was just because I had a C-section? And is it typically six weeks? You got eight weeks. The legal requirement from the Family Medical Leave Act is that you are legally allowed 12 weeks of leave for a family medical reason. Mm. But and only you six have of that to, is paid. None of it's paid. Oh. The only reason you got the money is because of we got short-term disability to pay for for that time. Right, right, right. And then the, which I think was only 60% of it, and then your company matched or to give me full, gave the, right. the extra 40%. Right, right. But if if you wanted, you could take a full 12 weeks off, and then you've got... But the last four weeks, I think, was unpaid. Right. For many. I just think it's funny that in a country, or and I'm talking specifically to 
I guess, Christians, since that's who we are. But we are very pro-life, typically, and are very pro-moms and pro-kids. But for some reason... I'm pro-mama. <laughs> I'm not. I hate that. I hate... Don't please... No one call me mama, please. I hate it. I don't know hey, why. mama. Please don't call me... Just call, just call me Allie, really. <laughs> or mom. Um, but yeah, like, that should be... We like there's so much data on like the benefits of paid maternity and paternity leave. I just don't understand why we are one of the countries lowest on the list of that stuff. But I guess that's opening up a can of worms of yeah. I think it really does because I remember and I don't remember. I don't think this was my old company. Maybe it was. There's there was a company I heard about recently that Give they a new, new pet leave. Well, yeah, but no, they gave uh, maternity leave if you adopt it, which not all. Not not all companies do that because obviously, like if you're because you're not like you're not there's no medical like the Family Medical Leave Act would not pay or like allow you like that adopting doesn't fall under that because there's no disability or anything. But that like to spend time with a child, especially I, a newborn baby, is extremely yeah. Important. I would be curious if it if no, it, it fell into that. It doesn't. Maybe okay. unless it was a recent change. I just think that that is adoption is obviously changing your family. A hundred percent. So adoption, but I guess it's not technically medical adoption. I don't know. Family medical leave. Oh, does adoption qualify for FMLA leave? Yes. Adoptions qualify. If you're adopting, you qualify for the same protections that all new parents receive under the law. Get it? So everybody out there thinking about adopting, know your rights. When you You... adopt a child, you may exercise your right to leave under the FMLA. Wow. Now, I I would, I would not be surprised if you would not be able to get short-term disability for that. Right, 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 right. But you can get your, your 12 weeks. I am curious because, you know, I've I've applied for Survivor a few times. Right. This is a tangent. Could I take family medical leave time for no. playing Survivor? No, you could not. Ooh, I don't know. Like, is that vital no. to our family? No. I don't no. know. Is it? There was that one guy. Is it? There was that one contestant a few years ago who did that. And he got fired because they, because when he came back, and then Survivor premiered, and then they realized, oh, wait a minute, he was on an island playing a reality TV show, and he lied to us. They fired him because he was deceitful, and he lied. I wouldn't lie. I would say it's my <laughs> mental health break. <laughs> and I would probably no. say they would not accept that. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm just pretending. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what Jake says. <laughs> I'm joking. No, we're like, no, you're flat out lying. That's not a joke. <laughs> we, need to work. Kids. we need to work on that. Kids. We should talk about Jake sometime on the podcast. Well, we were in. The- <laughs> Just talk about him the whole time. <laughs> He'll be a guest one day. Yeah. I'm, problem is, he's just going to want to eat the mic. That's all he's going to do. And then he's going to scream. Oh, man. He's going to blow our eardrums out. It's going to be great. Can't it's wait. be so much fun. All right. Well. We're starting to ramble, so I think we should cut it. Okay, cool. This, I think, is one of our shorter podcasts. Right. We're at 53 minutes. That's okay. But it's okay. Go out there, enjoy it's your Halloween. quality, not quantity. Yeah. We we rehashed a lot of stuff. And and thanks for the questions. Keep yeah, sending them thanks, in. thanks, guys. Remember to like, share, leave a review. I think that I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good content here that more people need to hear. 
especially all those people thinking about adopting and don't know that they can take FMLA. Or people who really like true crime podcasts and hunting podcasts. Yeah, yeah. There's no place for you here. Call me out. (laughs) All right, we're going to go. Okay, bye. All right, but here we go. Bye. (laughs) 